Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, The Nature Boy, and you are tuned in to Telescope Vision's Golden Generation. Today we have such an exciting episode. We have Levi on board, all the way from Jersey. He's a prominent skater, thrifting goat, businessman, and as of late, he has a new store in Melville, so be sure to check it out and cop yourself some nice pieces. So I'm going to hand it over to Mondi, who will be conducting this episode. So hope you enjoy it. Uh, welcome to another edition of, you know, Golden Generation. Today I got my guest, aka the Thrift God of Jersey, God of SA, you know. I see you come out with the, the rest of pieces. So yeah, I'd like you to introduce yourself. You know, this is Levi. What you got to say? Yeah, what's up? Thanks for having me. First of all, I, I appreciate it. Um, my name is Levi, Levi Webb. Uh, I'm a skateboarder. I've been thrifting since 2014, maybe. But um, essentially been selling palace and rare, rare sort of items since like maybe 2012. So yeah, that's 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 pretty much what I've been up to, man. Yeah, I wanted to always know like how'd you get into it and like how'd you just wake up one day, like, yeah, you know, actually I'm gonna get into this, I'm gonna start selling, and this gonna be me. Like, because obviously I know you skate and like always I always wonder like how does the skate culture and thrifting merge, you know what I mean? Um yeah, so <clears throat> there's actually there's there's a lot of different aspects to that to that question. Like, um, essentially, like, I kind of, I grew up in the north side of Johannesburg. I moved around a lot. But the minute I discovered the city as a, as a young skateboarder, a uh, good homie of mine, Lawanda, Lawanda Gwili, he, he kind of showed me the difference between Ralph Lauren, South Africa, and, um, I mean, sorry, sorry, Polo, South Africa, and Ralph Lauren, you know. So the minute I kind of found that out, it was it was um, it was a go for me because I just felt like I didn't want to be wearing skate brands all the time, you know. Like um, I didn't really want to be just wearing the simple, like um, you know, the usual. So come with like Tommy Hilfiger and all of these things. I started collecting as personal items, and eventually I just uh, I, don't know, I started flipping them. My homies used to see it at the skate spot. And we used to skate for caps. Like maybe I come with the polo cap. Let's play a game of skate. I take this cap. If I win, you take that cap. If you win, and then Instagram. Instagram just became it popped off, man. I kind of just figured it out by myself one day. I just was smoking a joint. I don't know if I can say that, but <laughs> nice came, up with, <laughs> came up with the thrift and jersey, and yeah, it just kind of it kind of blew up from there. But with the help of like clients who really supported me throughout like dry seasons or you know alright I'm assuming you probably watched that documentary on low life because obviously that's you know that's what got you in basically yeah I think um, with, with Polo Polo and skateboarding just kind of has like a a bond and and so does graffiti as well so it's, it's really like it's really like a deep deeply rooted culture thing that like either you know or you don't know like some people, some people wear polo for business meetings. Some people wear polo to go paint trains. It's like, I don't know. You either way, you're feeling tripped out because it's Ralph Lauren. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I I just kind of figured, man. Like, I I don't want to be wearing Versace. I don't want to be wearing Gucci. So, I, 
I just fell in love with Polo and I'm not a fan of Tommy Hilfiger either. So, <laughs> but he makes some good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see, I see. So then for you, basically like the whole skating thing, when did you start actually? You know what I mean? I started skateboarding in when I'm 27 now. When I was about 16, I started skating when I was like really getting into trouble and like up to up to some shit that could have gotten me in some real, real trouble. Skateboarding, I know it sounds corny, but it it's it saves it saves your life in a way, man. It gets you the right connections. I mean, I've traveled overseas because of it. I've met such great people who helped me with product when it comes to, you know, buying and selling and getting, getting the stuff you won't get in SA. So I, I don't think, I don't think I'd be thrifting if it wasn't for skateboarding person. Like I'm not really, I'm not like a hype beast at all. I just, I like to like wear my clothes and skate them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that's I've pretty much. A, I've heard a theory or a myth that, you know, it's only you got like Supreme headquarters calling you up. Whenever they drop the drops, they drop it at your house. <laughs> that's uh, every no, time I'm no, going to no. ask about Levi. That's what I hear in the streets. Or like, yo, you know, he's skating with the Palace homies. That's how you just skating stuff. You know what, man? I would love to, I would love to lie and say that's how it is, but that's not how it is, man. It's it's like um you meet these homies and you either get on with them or you don't. You skate with them or you don't. And like when I was out in the UK, I I never looked at it like I was with some superstars. I would, we would all be eating, we'd all be eating low budget food together. But like, if it came to flipping something, cool. I'm like, you can hook me up. I've got the clientele and I, you know, they, they're getting the stock as like, you know, I can't give up, I can't give out too, too much information, yeah, but they, um, they just put me on and I put them on and like, you'd be surprised. Like the homies in Europe, Polo and the sort of stuff that I get here is it's crazy expensive for them there, bro. So like maybe a couple Supreme shirts ain't nothing to them. I give them like a couple polo hats. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's, it's, it's trade. It's trade. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, we're not getting Supreme and Palace here. So I'll, I'll get the polo here, give them the polo so forth. But at the same time, we're all homies and we're all trying to feed each other. So it's, it's how it works with, with the UK side, at least. Yeah, because I remember when I linked you that side, I saw you even came yeah. out there with the polo sport. I was like, damn, I'm sure with the polo I mean, so powerful. Yeah, so that jacket you're talking about is probably funny enough. That's that'll be my favorite, favorite piece. I won't won't ever sell. But that exact jacket is the type of jacket that the homies who may skate for Supreme Palace or any big company, like they they don't exactly get that sort of stuff for free. So they'd give up a Supreme puffer for a polo sport puff. But you know, that's that's how it works with the with those homies. Otherwise they're paying, or I'm paying for the Supreme, they're paying for the polo. So you got something I want, I got something you want. And that was actually tight that that we linked in London, man. I was actually, I was actually telling my homie about it. Like <laughs> Victory Park we met at it was Victory Park, huh? Yeah, it was Victory Park. Then London Day. So basically. You're like every day. How does the whole pause, like, you know, obviously you've got to look for the gems. Because like I told you before, I don't think like, so, if I said, okay, I want to start thrifting. I know I don't got the eye for that. Like, you got to also wake up. You got to, I've heard the sort of the stories, but like, 
people don't like also people won't understand when you say, oh, you're selling it for this property, people might not understand. Oh, but it's secondhand or oh no, it's thrifted, it's overpriced. But like I've heard the stories that now nah, this actually takes time, dedication to do all this, to go look for it. And like, yeah, you have to go put the time into this. Okay, so this is this is like this is a good point that I'm I'm glad you brought it up, not me, because like I'm gonna take the cap you're wearing, for example, mm-hmm. right? If I'm not mistaken, I sent that to you a while ago, right? Yeah. I'm a, I'm assuming that, that that's one one from my store. Yeah, that's so that had just that just that hat you're wearing has already has its own story. Like I remember in the morning I went to go pick up some stuff and uh this kid was holding it in his hand and he was about to cop it and he wanted to take a quick walk, go, you know, pay up the cash. Told my homie you had it, who actually brought it for me. Hey yo, I'm gonna put down a deposit, I'm taking this thing. Kid comes back, bigger arguments. But I was gonna take the cap. I'm like, money talks first come, first serve. I've been here for a minute. So, like that sort of that sort of stuff is happening like even worse now because of these the saturation. Everybody thinks now, like, fuck it, I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna try like get a job or anything. Like I heard if you thrift, you can make money. But bro, how many thrifters can we actually have before we might as well be selling it? the same price we get it for. So I have to give shout outs to, to uh, Silk Slack, Gali, Gali Thrift Closet, and Josie Vintage, and uh, my homeboy in, in uh, Durban, Thrifty 031. These are all homies that have, that we haven't stood on each other's toes, you know, like the, the, three, that are, the three that I first mentioned, they wake up at five or four in the morning, bro, and they go and they do their shit. They hustle, they clean it, take their cabs, petrol cash, whatever it is, they do all of that shit and then put it online. And people think that this piece just landed there. You know what I mean? These, we all are out here waking up early, putting in all our effort and getting this stock. Like, it's not just, I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to go get, like, it's not like that. So I, I feel like because there's such a saturation, it's very unfortunate for the ones that have worked hard because now, a Versace jacket that could be in 10 out of 10 condition, essentially, you should be looking at some good money for it. But now, because somebody else, somebody else is like, you know, dropped the price to, I don't know, like some crazy margin, it affects the hard work we've put in over time. But again, business is business. But that's, it's, it's, it's very saturated at the moment. Got to have your clientele. I don't know if you've ever heard that. That that biggie track, man. You gotta have clientele to be pushing the stock. Yeah, yeah. Cause I also yeah. like like you mentioned that those like four guys. Like I've always seen you guys on Instagram. You big up each other. Like yeah, this homie. If you wanna go get this type of piece, you go. You say this. Go to this one. Like some like yeah. you said, you could be you could be selfish in the, in business. You could say nah, just me. I got I got only the dope stuff. You could be beefing yeah. with them, but you guys you collaborate. Make sure everything works. Like, don't get me wrong, man. All, all of the names I mentioned is my business competition. Like, I seem to believe that I was the first person doing the Instagram thing, you know, but it, it doesn't matter. My reputation should speak for itself. You know, that's, that's what I hope. That's what, I, that's what I've been pushing for. But we, we have business etiquette and we have 
considerable like um, beef, but not beef. It's business beef. I'll still have a beer with with Latabo, uh, Gully Thrift, you know. I'll still smoke a joint with with um, Josie Vintage, whatever. Like they're all my homeboys because at the end of the day, like this cap, like Gully, he knew he knew I was gonna take it. So I'm like, cool. I got some, I got some Stussy caps for you. Whatever you got, some Polo caps for me. Like let's not even sell it to the people. We'll keep these. With, we'll keep it in the family. But then you got these other kids who are just. Uh, I don't know, even like a bunch of white kids, maybe from like Santon and stuff, who hear about the safe places to go in Santon. I mean, in town, they'll go and like go with some big budgets and they'll spend there, they'll spend there, they'll spend there. But for me, I have a relationship. I've been there since I was since I was a baby, man. So I I just see it like um I see it like routine for me now, man. Get sometimes on a Saturday morning, even I might just get get a get a beer and some pop and place with the gents before they've even shown me the stock. You know what I mean? Like mm. I go there with my skateboard, I chill there, maybe catch a couple of tags. It's not like a, it's not like I'm trying to be a club. Like this is yeah. the life. This is this is what I do. Imagine I could have kept all these pieces, but you don't you don't get attached to it, man. Mm. You sell it to the right people for the right price, and hopefully they're happy with it. And then for like obviously during COVID it was a bit different, you know, staying at home and everything. So how did you maneuver in terms of the whole thrifting and everything? I'm not gonna lie. Um, with that, the the my homies who helped me supply the stock, they they kind of they kind of did all they 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 kind of did all the the, the frontline work for me, man. So I would I would leave the house, but at that point I was paying extra for stock. That's why. I, things shut up but at the same time people seem to have been kind of bored at home so it was decent i was making sales during lockdown for sure and on top of it i just came back after living in london you know seeing you there i i was fortunate enough to come back with like three suitcases full of like fa stuff and whatever whatever they gave me some half some supreme palace so i i kind of used that to reignite the thrift and Josie again after leaving. Mm-hmm. And now, obviously now I've got the store. Yeah. So the store, how did that come about? Like you thought now nah, from, you know, moving from Instagram, now we got a physical <laughs> store in there in Melbourne. Yeah. It's a beautiful building. Um, the store, I'm, I'm, I'm very fortunate. I'm very, very fortunate. I've got a, a homie. Um, he's, a graffiti writer, so I'm not going to mention any names. He put me in touch with the homie who owns a tattoo store, and they've, they've got the gallery side, which was not really being used. So the offer was, you know, I pay a certain amount of whatever, whatever the contract says, and I bring in foot traffic, which seems to be working okay. And um, it's it's called the Crow's Nest in Malville. Seems to be um, seems to be picking up for real. There's a, there's a real nice vibe here. Dope tattoo artists, like a family orientated place the homies all, all the skate homies come and kick at you on a friday get some beers and then we head out to the party or whatever but um it's called the crow's nest and the homie alex owns it and he's basically given me this opportunity and i'm, I'm super super grateful for it because we all work as a team to keep the store playing some good music and some good tattoos and some good some good clothes you know and then, so in terms of this, like, obviously, are you part of a skate team or you just, you know, you just... Uh, 
It's yeah. a skate there and then. Uh, like, for me, I, I'm, I like live and breathe skateboarding, man. But like, when it comes to professionally, you, they, they, there's a certain point in life where you're like, you know, you get too old or your body gets too fatigued. But, you know, shout out to the homies like Daniel, Trey, Kanye. They're all, they're all killing it. Homies on Nike SB. You wonder where these Nikes coming from sometimes. <laughs> then you got um, young Daniel who's killing it. He's 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 killing it because he, he's he's about to drop a part for Vans. Then you got Trey who's been on Vans, and you got Brennan. So I skate with all these homies, Ryder who films, my homie Jared, Cake, all of them. We we skate. I go thrift. I even put them on with clothing. Maybe sometimes a homie will put me on with a fresh pair of vans to skate after I get the homie a fresh pair of cards to skate. So it, just, it works like that, you know. They all support my business and I support their, their shit too. Right. Right. And then the, the, the time when you were down in Cape yeah. Town, I remember 2018, did you ever find any gems this side or was it just strictly holiday that time when you were around? Because I remember I saw you also at Slow Tire, you also there waiting room, you know, um, yeah, I, it's funny how I met Slow Tie. That's, that's a funny story, but that's time for another story. But I was there strictly to skate and film and get clips. Mm-hmm. Um, if I went looking in Cape Town for any thrifted merch, it probably came from a thrifting jersey anyway. So uh, <laughs> it all goes, it all goes there, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. The maker is here when it comes to the clothes, for sure. Because mm. I know when I'm a... Durban too. When I actually came across you the first time or heard of your store was through um, some guys in Joburg. And I remember, I was like, yo, hey, Thrift Josie, okay, who's this? I always saw, like, like what you call Fair stylists nice. putting you on and be like, yo, we get the clothes from here. And I was like, all right, okay, where's this guy? Who's, who's this guy? Who's this guy? And, like, you worked with a guy called Ryan. Ryan Hing, I think. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Hing, is a, he's a great designer. Um, and, and another gen called Alti, styled by Altis. He's also like, yeah, he, he kind of discovered me and put me on in a big way. I'm actually thankful for that. He, he got me a, he basically used my wardrobe to style Amanda DuPont. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it looked, it looked dope. It's somewhere deep on my Instagram. There's a nice photo of Amanda there, but it was, a, it was a pleasure doing business with all of them for sure. And from there on, was like, because I remember you guys have like pop-up stores, like at Cerebro and stuff like that. You, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest, man. I I'm grateful for all of those things. Jo- this this fella Joseph, you know Joseph, he put me yeah. onto the Cerebro thing. But um, at the end of the day, man, I was just doing my my hustle, and I still am doing my hustle. And I think people people needed the sort of merch, this the sort of like high-end one-off wonders to, to bring people to their, to, to their, I don't know, whatever they were trying to do, you know? So yeah. nowadays I'm a little more expensive, you know, I'm yeah. glad I, 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 I got, I got the chance to be at these pop-up stores and stuff like that. But for now it's, you know, I get a lot of calls about, can I, can I do, can I be here and can I bring my clothes here? And it's like, essentially it's, I'm not making millions, man. Doesn't it's, it's, I'm getting by and I enjoy doing it, but it's not like um, it's not like I can afford to be paying commission everywhere I go. You know, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done doing that sort of thing. I have my own store now. And like, obviously, there's no more need of 
they can actually come and host the pop up at your place now, cause instead yeah, of, I'm, I'm, instead of you bringing it to them. You know what? Like for whoever's watching this video, if you got some some concepts of art, I'm willing to to take out all these clothes and you can have the gallery for a week. We were trying to get some artists up and running too, man. Kids like young skaters from the hood and stuff. Like there's a lot of like graffiti writers and stuff. They deserve to be put on the map as well, you know? And if I've got space to do it, I'm happy to, to also give other people a chance to, 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 to show what they're capable of, you know? So tell me what, what's your obsession with dance? Where does that come from? Like, cause I see you love dance. Even the ones uh, I've got, I got from you. Yeah, the Benji. So uh, those dunks I actually got from, from Nike in London, from my home, you skates for Nike. And like, at the time I wasn't feeling them, but obviously now I realize, you know, I let up, I let them <laughs> go, man. Probably, probably got the only pair in Africa, I'm pretty sure. But I don't have an obsession for dunk because of the look. Um, even, you know, even, even, the homie speedster, he skates dunks, bro. And like, people may think it's because he's he's trying to look like like this new fashion and stuff. But the fact is, if you know how to skate, you can wear whatever shoe, whatever fucking shoe you want, because that's the shoe we like to skate. And dunks are a good shoe. You could make them any color. It's not going to change the way it skates. So mm-hmm. people are all out here like, oh yeah, I want this colorway, I want that colorway. For us, the colorway is just a little advantage like cool okay the colorway is dope but the actual fact is this the shoe skate boss that's that's the, the dunk has been around the dunk used to be in south africa when i when i was 15 16 my friend had this uh this pair of dunks and um i mean i mean that's a long time ago man and we were skating them and messing them up so for me it's not an obsession about the dunk in its look it's just about the way it skates dog like the dunk that the benji dunk you have Mm-hmm. that that particular with the big tongue that shoe is to someone may not look so great but they'll skate it because it's a good skate you feel me so it's a pity it's been really really capitalized by by the by the by the high piece because they don't really understand what they're taking away from skateboarders man we're supposed to be paying not pennies for these shoes yeah picked up that what you call it now of the like over the last few years it's not picked up. It's crazy. Like people love the dunks. Like people want to do collabs for dunks and stuff. Obviously, you got the Travis Scott ones and all that, and they just yeah. keep doing it repeatedly. And it's like, yo, where did this obsession come from? All of a sudden, it's a thing now. So I don't know. Like, look, I don't mean, to, I don't mean to tell you about the whole history of it, but Nike, Nike, and skateboarding was was like a no go in the beginning. They were like fuck this, we don't want Nike a part of skateboarding. So they backed out and they came back in a very like smart way. So this is this is where this comes in all these years later. But years ago, what they did was they were like, okay, cool, we're not, we're not just going to come into skateboarding. We're only going to support local skate stores. So all these small skate stores over America and Europe that were struggling to make money, people wanted Nike. So Nike would give them the shoes to bring them customers. And that's how Nike gained a relationship with the skate community. So that's why all these, all these like collabs, these skate shop collabs, you see, that's Nike doing it for them to bring them some business, to get them their own Nike dunk, to show support to the skate scene. That's which still is not really helping because, you know, kids are buying these things 
of parts and whatever. But that that's that's Nike's like end game is to try support skateboarders and local skate shops. So I mean, imagine if we had a local skate shop in South Africa, like like a like a really like monumental one that's maybe been around for a couple of years, could approach Nike and be like, "Yo, can we get it done? We need some business." Like, can provided they're Nike retailers, but that's that's why we like Dunks and Nikes because they have made an effort to 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 put back into skateboarding. But unfortunately, it's just you can't you can't beat you can't beat high beasts at the moment. And like obviously you mentioned the whole skateboard shop. Would you ever go into that avenue yourself? You know, bring out the decks, the trunks, and everything with the clothes as well. I would love to, man. I would love to like. Again, mentioning Speedster again, like he's what he's doing is really, really sick with his skate store and his um his skate park. But I would love to open my own skate store that has like it's a dream, but like, you know, like the homies can come and kick it and like I don't know, maybe even have like a like a small commune for 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 young skateboarders that are trying to make it big and don't have places to go and shit like that, you know, like a you know, like a hostel slash skate store. Uh, I see you really big about it because, like, you know, the, the thrift thing, like you said, you guys escape and then obviously put out the cap, like, your competition. And then you also put your homies on with the, the drip and all that. So, like, it's it's really inspirational. And, like, I hope people out there hear what you got to say. No, nah, man, I, d- I don't have much to say. Just stick to your hustle. And if you can, like, consider yourself a good business person if you don't buy other people's stuff. If you buy other people's stuff, then unfortunately you've got a lot of work to, to first, you need to be focusing on your own ideas and things like that. But other than that, you stick to your own stuff. You should be good and um, treat your customers right. Even, even when they, when they really upset you, customers generally have the last say. Yeah. Now it was lovely. Like you took out your time to explain to, you know, tell the world about drifting, skate thing. culture. Like, obviously, I'm probably going to hit you up again for some plugs, for some clothing there, but yeah. Nah, 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 don't worry. I'm going to send both of you something on the house for sure. Same address in Cape Town. We won't, we won't put it on air, but I'm going to send you both a little something. Thank you very much for having me. And um, shout out to all the people I mentioned and the Crow's Nest. Check out the Crow's Nest on Instagram if you if you really want to see some, some, some good talent for tattoos and my store. So yeah, I'll have you later. Bless. Enjoy the rest of your day, Diva. And that is a wrap, folks. Thank you so much for listening and special mention to every single one of you who continue to listen to our episodes. We really do appreciate it. What I am going to ask of you is for you to please like and subscribe the page. You can do so on Anchor, Apple Music, YouTube, and Spotify. And to find the episodes on Anchor, you can go to our Instagram page, Golden Generation GGP, or you can go to Telescope Vision at TSV, and you can go to our bios and click on the bio, and you'll be directed to the Anchor site where you'll be able to take a look at the catalogs of episodes that we have, and you can literally pick anyone and relax and enjoy the episode man i actually gotta give a special shout out to levi man 
I remember 2017, I caught my first palace piece from him. And I was so happy when I got that piece. So I just want to commend Levi and give my appreciation for people like him who were able to continue the culture of thrifting in Joburg and give people prominent and iconic brands for people to wear and just for people to feel good. So Levi, I commend you and I wish you all the best as you continue to thrive and prosper. Once again, we actually have to give some props to Sober Toby. This guy's music just keeps on getting better and better. I mean, you're probably hearing right now, the beat is just fire. So if you do want to go find out some more music from Sober Toby, you can follow him on Instagram or Twitter. His handle is at Sober Toby. So that's S-O-B-E-R-T-O-B-Y. He definitely won't be disappointed. As by now, you can see the guy's work speaks for itself. Also, for you to find exactly where Levi's store is, it is in Melville. The address is 61 4th Avenue, Melville, and it's right next to Love Me So. So you can definitely go over there, copy yourself some pieces. There's Lacoste, there's Louis Vuitton, there's Polo, Polo Sports. There's just a whole range of brands that you can copy yourself there. So. Go out there, check out the store, and go buy things there. And also for any promising artists who are looking to post or showcase their art pieces, hit up Levi, send him a DM, and he's willing to clear out the whole store for you guys to have an art gallery show there. So artists who are looking to showcase their work, get in touch with him. And I think we can get into our daily words of wisdom. There's a really beautiful quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson. Every artist was once an amateur. And I feel those words really are so powerful because often in life people prevent themselves from just starting something they really want to do because they're scared that it's not going to be good enough. Well, not everyone was the best when they started. They had to start and through that first step, they got better as they progressed. So just do, just start whatever you want to start and you'll just get better from there. Take note that you must be accountable. Recognize your mistakes that you're making and through that is where you're going to be able to improve through analyzing your mistakes. So with that, I can leave y'all. See for what it is and for what you want it to be. Peace out.